Derek here from the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast. I am just starting this off by saying I apologize. Something's up with my microphone cord. There's a lot of clipping in this episode, and I'm trying to figure out why it's the case. I might have to buy a new mic uh, cord, but I just want to let everybody know I apologize. I'll fix it for next time, and enjoy the episode. Congratulations. You are still alive. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you. Not anymore. This week on the show, Saw. The greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie Welcome to the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast. I am your play-by-play co-host, the Big Deck Boski, Derek Smith. And I'm the other co-host, his wife, Gia Smith. His wife. His wife. We're just starting off the podcast just making fun of Southern people. And it wasn't me? Okay. I was. I was we, paying homage. <laughs> we are going to watch every single movie ever made and decide which movie is the greatest of all time. Today we are talking about Saw. I apologize for that bad jigsaw impression in the beginning. Wasn't my best work. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was a C. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, hey, oh, C's passing. Oh, C's play, good. I want to play a game. I can't do it. Oh, I, I can't. You know who does it really well? Steve. Oh, he is really good at it. Uh, but before we get to Saw, last week Gia and I discussed the A24 classic, The Witch. We yes. hope you enjoyed that one. It was a lot of fun. So please check the episode out. Mm-hmm. In any episode in our catalog, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever app you want to use. Please subscribe and review if you can. It's very helpful for the show. Let us know what you think on social media. Start an argument with us. Agree with us. Give us suggestions. Come find me and punch me in the neck. Whatever tickles your pickle. Please don't because I have to deal with it after. You can find us on the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast on Facebook, Greatest Movie Pod on Instagram. You can always send us an email at greatestmoviepod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Please tell your stupid friends about us. And as our favorite serial killer, non-serial killer who never killed anyone always says, I want to play a game. Saw is a 2004 horror mystery thriller film directed by James Wan. The budget for the film was an estimated $1.2 million dollars. Worldwide, the film made over $103 million. It stars Carrie Elways as Dr. Lawrence Gordon, Lee Wanell Wanel as Adam, Danny Glover as Detective David Tapp, and Tobin Bell as Jigsaw. It has a 7.6 on IMDb, a pretty shitty 45 on Metacritic. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 50% on the tomato meter, which is definitely an F, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, an audience score of 84%. Now, we do have some reviews. Okay. Give you a positive review and a negative review. The positive review is from Jordan Cruciola from the New York Magazine slash Vulture. Uh, the sound of Jigsaw's gravelly voice pouring out of the tape recorder is still an ominous, is still as ominous a sound as one could imagine, and the big reveals still come as genuine shock. And a negative review was from David Germain of the Associated Press. He says, 
How such a cruelly empty and infantile movie got made is mysterious enough, is mystery enough. More puzzling is why Carrie Elway's Danny Glover and Monica Potter would sign on as co-stars. So, wow. Yeah, you know it's it is what it is. This movie we're, we're going to dis- discuss it. Uh, Rick's report. Rick Barrasso says fun movie, good twist, but it kickstarted one of my least favorite subgenres of horror. And what's that? The gore. I'm assuming it's kind of that, like, uh, you know, Saw, Hostel, like, all those types of movies. Mm. Like, um, I don't think Rick has a problem with extreme gore, but I think, like, generally these these franchises really go downhill after the first few movies. Mm. Um, and now I know Saw 10 is being made. Uh, it just keeps That's, fucking going. I mean, yeah. it, you know, if they it's make money... It's like Scream, though. Like, Scream, the first Scream was unbelievable, amazing, but now how many Screams are there? Right. It's and they even just like named the new one Scream, so it's really confusing now. Like, which Scream is it? You know, it's like okay. Although I did, Rory Culkin was in one of those, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in one of the, the ones from like five, eight years ago, something like that. Wow. Um, but okay, Gia, I need you to put thirty seconds on the clock for me. Oh and shit! I forgot I have to do that later on. Ha 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 ha! That was me, probably. From Dallas, Texas, they left me a voicemail. Oh, that wasn't me. I don't live in Dallas. All right, I don't live in Dallas. All right, but we, we love we love South. We South. love we loved we love to see him. Okay, ready. I wasn't making fun of Dallas people when I did that. I just assumed people from Dallas kind of have more of a twang in their voice, and that's fine. That's right. fine if that's what you have. In three, two, one, go. Saw is a movie about which a uh, crazy serial kind of killer. Uh, traps people and is like, oh, do you, do you like your life? No, you, I'm going I'm to make you like your life by putting you in this thing. But most of them die, so then they can't enjoy their life after the fact. But the ones who do live, he's like, you know what? Like, go live your life now. Go be what you want to be. And this one is like, there's two people trapped in like a creepy bathroom, and they try to escape, and there's so there's flashbacks, and like, how, how they get there, and they got to try to figure out how to get out there, and then they, 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 maybe, maybe they don't. 28 seconds. Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was my poorly... Attempted 30-second summary. Uh, Gia. Yeah. Do you remember seeing this movie for the first time? Um, honestly, I, I can't remember. So watching it the other day with you, it kind of almost felt like the first time. Like, I, I knew certain things that happened, like the foot-coating scene. And, like, I think it's kind of like uh, Star Wars where I didn't grow up with Star Wars. So when I think of Star Wars, I think of Spaceballs. So when I saw this, it kind of just reminded me of Pee Wee Herman. The, yeah, absolutely, P.B. Herman. Uh, one of the, um, oh God, the scary movie movies. Oh, yeah, the scary Where movie. it was Dr. Phil and Shaq. That was definitely a later scary movie. movie. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. it, <laughs> wrong foot. Yeah. I definitely do remember seeing this movie because I saw it at the movie theater when it came out and I was with, so I was, my ex-girlfriend from Florida came up and I had some, my group of friends, and I was like, hey, do you guys want to go see this movie? My girlfriend's from Florida is here. Do you guys want to go see it? So we all went to go see it, and then we watched it, and then afterwards, my one of my friends, who will remain nameless, was, I only came tonight to see if you actually had a girlfriend. Wow. Um, it was kind of a shitty thing to say, but at the time, I was like, ha, 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 ha. You'll tell me who it is later, right? Yes, I will. Okay. So... Uh, Let's jump in. <laughs> that was me telling her who it was <laughs> in the air with letters. Um, but what a dick! Yeah, I mean we were kids. It was we were we were juniors in high school, so you know that's how people yeah, talk to each other. That's like, true. I can't believe you have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. E, what do you guys do? I met her online, and she's my. I met her in a lot of the rings chat room. That's the truth. Actually, that is the truth. that's kind of fucked up. 
All right. Did um, she enjoy it? Was she scared? I don't remember. I don't remember watching. The, I don't remember the movie at that point. Uh, I remember. No, no. I remember sitting with my friends and her and being like awkward, like this is weird. At the time, I probably was into the movie, but it was kind of weird that we we're like, let's get together and go see Saw. Like, I know you're the type of person now where like if friends are coming over and like there's definitely friends of ours that haven't seen a lot of fantastic movies so i'm always like let's watch a movie and you're like but friends are over why are we gonna put a movie on yeah i'm not i am not a big fan of 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 doing that um i was trying to distract from the sound of me opening up my diet coke i'm sorry (laughs) no (laughs) no no it it just sounded like (laughs) (laughs) soda opening and then you're making a weird noise I was trying to mask it in between, but I, I, I missed the timing. All right, let's talk about our three favorite scenes. Since you're gulping down some soda, I'll go first. Soda pop. I guess my, my third favorite scene is kind of a collection of scenes, and it's kind of like when they're all, you know, the two main characters are in the room. Mm-hmm. The dirty bathroom yeah. scene. Those collective scenes really carry the movie because that's how that's, that's the plot, right? How They got here. They don't know how they got there. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, how do they get out if they ever do get out? Right. And... Um, it's a very dingy bathroom. The details in it are, are very um, specific, you know. And I think, you know, some of the, the problems I have with this scene, I guess I'm going to go right there. But the fact that, like, they pass things back and forth so frequently and, like, they're so good at it. Especially with pictures. I'm like, here you go. Oh, caught, caught that picture. Like, come on. They, that would have should have gotten lost. That, yeah. Something, something should have gotten in the tub, like, and gotten soaked and not being used. So, whatever. We'll... I'll talk about that a little later in depth, um, but I think these scenes carry the movie, and uh, certainly uh, Carrie Elways is very interesting in this movie, mm-hmm. um, as well as um, Lee Winnell. I have to say, any time that Carrie Elways is speaking in an American accent is just weird to me. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 you can interrupt me, absolutely. I, I, the reason why I stopped is because... Um, I don't know. I guess we can get to this now. Um, I don't think Carrie always did a good job in this movie. I think he's miscast. I don't think he did a good job. Uh, I I just cringe when he cries and when he, like, tries to be a serious actor. I I just, like, you're fucking Robin Hood, man. Like, you're the dude from The Princess Bride. (laughs) Like, that's where you're the best... You're best at doing that stuff. Well, you know, I mean, okay. He he gets through the movie. He is serviceable. I don't think he... I'm glad he took a chance. Because I, you know, I don't know if I am. Him, we've never seen him like this before, though. So yeah, like, it's I gotta true. Give him, I gotta give him some credit. It was for, a like, foul. Trying. It wasn't even a base hit. Um, but what is your third favorite scene from this movie? Uh, my third favorite scene is the scene with the victim that got away, uh, Amanda. I think her name is. Uh, and then killing, like the fact that she literally had to kill that guy to yeah. get into his stomach. Yep. Like it was just such a heart wrenching scene, and like. And she ends up coming back for a later uh, movie, right? I think she ends up being jigsaw. Like after after he dies, like she his, takes like, over the jigsaw thing. Kind of like his daughter, or like yeah, something like that. But it, yeah, it, I yeah. thought that was a pretty intense scene. Which and... isn't like Stockholm syndrome, but it's not the same idea. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like you gave me you you gave me life. Now I completely understand your concept. I want to be a part of it. And so, and and, and spoiler alert. Carrie always um, sued the production company for not getting the amount of money that he, he was supposed to be getting. Therefore, he doesn't appear in the next eight Saw movies. He does appear like in, in the last one where he ends up, I think, being the new Jigsaw. Oh, God. I think, if I recall correctly. See, now that's just bad story. Yeah, and he's like, where were you this whole fucking time? And it was like... I didn't get enough money. Yeah, whatever Carrie always voices sounds like in real life. Um, I imagine it sounds like Wesley. Wesley, yeah. my darling. What's the quote? As you were? No. 
As you wish. As you, as you were. As you were. <laughs> as you were. <laughs> okay. I just did this movie like a, a couple of months ago. I'm like, what's that line again? Um, but we can keep talking about it because my second favorite scene is also, I wrote, girl in bear trap, key in stomach. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's basically that. It, you know, and I think the Saw movies in general, I think we can all agree, everybody listening can probably agree with this too, is we now, we don't watch it for the story. We just watch the gross things that they have to go through. I mean, that's the point of it, right? I would love to be in those board meetings mm. and just sitting around like, okay, we're making Saw 10. What's the most fucked up shit we can think of? How about we get this trap, put it on this thing, and then they have to crawl through a bear's stomach mm-hmm. and then they have to eat their own throw up so that they can, th- and then they have to puke out the key uh, so the key can go into the bear's asshole, open up the uh, asshole, okay. and then maybe they'll survive. But we should just kill them after that. <laughs> like, that's the, that, that's the boardroom meeting I want to be a part of for Saw 10. I'm glad I'm not part um, of that meeting. But this is like the, the very, very, like, when you think of the original Saw, like, you think of that bear trap on her face. Yeah. Like, it's going to clasp down and just fucking explode her fucking head. Um, is, is she, so, I know that when she comes back in the later film, and I'm sorry, I'm take, almost taking off topic no, no, of no. the original, but doesn't she, like, fall into, like, a vat of, like, needles? I don't know if that's her. I think, it, I think you're right. I think it is her. And actually, after this, I was going to recommend us watching Saw 2 just because it's so fun to watch the, the, the uh, creepy stuff. Uh-huh. But we'll find out if you creepy. want, if you feel like watching it. I mean, Falling in the Needles, that is, yeah, that's definitely Saw 2. But yeah. a girl in bear trap, key in stomach. I mean, she has to dig through this guy's fucking stomach for the key. It's and he's pretty not grotesque. dead already. He's not like... dead. And I remember watching it while we were watching it. I was like... Oh, yeah, that's right. He's not dead. That's yeah. fucked up. I had a feeling. But they come up with way more fucked up shit than just this. But I think this is like the scene you think of, at least one of them, when you're watching this movie. Uh-huh. But what's your number two? Um, my number two scene is the foot cutting scene. Um, and then realizing that Jigsaw was there the whole time. Yeah. Which, I mean, we don't see him breathe. What's the story with that? I mean, it just... I mean... I know it's like he did it just for show. Like, look, look how elaborate this I is. I guess but. I will definitely say that it was definitely a good like twist, like crisscross. Like I didn't see that coming, but then like you're Came right, over. it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense, but it it, it was fitting for. for yeah, the I think we'll get we'll definitely get to that in the, in the worst part of the film. Um, my number one is the cutting the leg off scene. I think that's you know there's always a scene in a movie where it, it gets to the most intense scene, and that's. You know, in this one, fuck it, I'm cutting my leg off. And Adam's like, no, what are you doing? No. And he just, he just does it. And it's, it's, it kind of leads up through the ending. And then, like you said, Jigsaw gets up and he's like, you know, Carrie Elway's get, like, he leaves. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how much of this is actually believable? He's losing so much blood. Yeah. And stuff. And they did a good job with the makeup. Like, his face was so pale and sweaty. They they did a good job with, like, with, with that type of thing. But. You know, like I said before, like I think the movies keep... This is probably the best of the Saw movies because it's the one that started it off. And then, like I said, it kind of goes downhill. Mm-hmm. But the later trap scenes, they keep getting better, I think. They mm-hmm. get more imaginative. And I remember there's one where, like, um, the dude who... The dude from um, Lincoln Park... Who, commi- who committed suicide. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, in the car and he's there's, like, five different people involved. It's wicked fucked up, that one. Interesting. Yeah, that's like in Saw 5 or 6 or whatever, but what's your uh, number one? Uh, my number one scene, so you kind of uh, talked a little bit about this, but it's when Dr. Gordon uh, and his wife, uh, they're on the phone together, and then the daughter. Um, I thought that both the daughter and the mother did a really great job, like uh, when that character, Zep, is kind of like keeping them hostage and just like, 
the crying between like the daughter and like it, it's a believable scene you know as far as horror goes for me um you know being kidnapped is something i 110 percent believe in ghosts not so much right which is our you know you know what i mean like i don't know but um this was definitely something that I'd consider to be horror. Yeah, yeah, that's, definitely. That's you've always said that. You've always said that, like, that doesn't... The ghosts and the devil and things that don't bother you, supernatural. Yeah. Being kidnapped is what... Is what it, yeah. It's real. It's, it's very yep. real and it can be very traumatizing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, let's go to the worst scenes um, or the worst things about this movie. Um, I have a couple of things. The number one thing, uh, Carrie Elway's acting... I mentioned this before. I, I don't believe him sometimes, mm -hmm. and that's a problem to me. Actors that I do believe, like I said this before on the podcast, like Leonardo DiCaprio, I believe in every moment of everything he's ever done because he puts himself all the fuck in. Yeah. This one, especially when he's crying and then he's not, I don't know, it's just like... Um, when he starts yelling, I thought, you know, that was a little bit more believable. His yelling like his, wasn't bad. It's the yeah, crying yeah. part that was like, hello? Yeah, yeah. What? Hello? His weird little <laughs> accent where it's like, what, are you, are you Finnish? Yeah. Are you Swedish? <laughs> in that, the scene with his daughter, when he, yeah. like, is, like, putting her to bed or whatever, and she's like, there's no ghost, or, like, nothing in your, in your room, in your closet. But, like, that, that whole scene made me feel really uncomfortable. He's like, this little piggy went to market. That's, yes. This I'm little sorry, piggy that, went to, and I'm That's like, what it was. <laughs> and I think it's because anything to do with feet Anything, anything. I just immediately just get grossed out. Here it comes, the claw, the claw. <laughs> um, oh, the claw's gonna get you. Claw's gonna claw. get you. Claw's gonna get you. Um, so, also, like, this movie is definitely a movie, right? Like, how, could it's, this really happen? Could this really happen in real life? Think of all the little tiny elaborate details Jigsaw puts in there, like. I put the thing in the key in the, in the bathtub so when it flushes, I have a, a thing in yeah. his pocket. All the things in their pockets. What if they don't look in their pockets? What is that? Do they just die? Like, all of these little tiny things happen yeah. to go right because it's a movie, but like... I know, going into the wallet and find, trying to find the picture. The pictures, a little tape, and then the, they, they find the camera behind the mirror and like... Yeah. All these elaborate fucking things. And then it brings me to the, to the, to the worst, most insane part to me is Zep. So he kidnaps his wife and daughter in their own house and then sets up a bunch of computers and equipment to continue everything. Yeah. It's just like, you, wait, wait, wait. You brought all the stuff up to his like, apartment <laughs> and like set your, your whole computer? It's just like, what? Yeah, it is kind of I weird. don't know. It's just kind of like a little bit elaborate for me. But, you know, again, it's a movie. And I don't think these movies are meant to be like, uh, you know, sat down and like analyze the greatness of this. This is yeah. a fucking a horror popcorn movie where you're like, ah, oh, I got his head cut off. Sweet. Yeah. All this blood. Oh, nom, 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 nom. Do you have any more Hershey bars over there? <laughs> That's the kind of movie this is for me. It's not, it didn't break. Again, I think it broke. Of, it, it, it's groundbreaking in a way because I think it started off that whole genre like of kidnapping, cutting off limbs and things like that. But I don't think it was as groundbreaking as say Scream was or like, Silence of the Lambs type horror movie. But mm -hmm. it, it definitely belongs in like, here's another type of horror movie. Saw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so either you like it or you don't. But yeah. uh, do you have anything for least favorite? Um, one of my least favorite things about this movie is something that I just find wholeheartedly not scary even in the slightest. I just found it comical. And that's the stupid fucking doll on a unicycle. <laughs> that is pretty uh, funny. On a tricycle. I'm yeah. sorry. But yeah. like, it, like, I'm sorry. Like that... 
I, it, Jigsaw it itself is pretty cool, and, and the reason why yeah. is because they created that doll for the movie, so it's it's not like a previous doll. That they, no, no, they made that thing for the movie, yeah. and it's cool with sitting in a chair and stuff. When it's on a tricycle, you're like, the fuck? Yeah, no, I just found it weird and comical, and I didn't find that scary. Like, just the, the actor who played Jigsaw, like, anytime you just hear his voice. Yeah, which on, I can't like, do, obviously. You did a decent job. Um, Tobin Bell is also in The Sopranos in a very small scene. Do you remember? It's when they take AJ to like military school. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. And he's like the guy mm-hmm. trying to get, and he's just smoking cigarettes in there. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck? Jig- jigsaw? I'm excited to tell you who I recast as Jigsaw. I, mine is pretty far out. Mine's pretty, pretty mine's far pretty out, Mine's pretty fucking too. far out. How hilarious would it be if it was the same person? I doubt it. Me but, too. But um, <laughs> any more least favorite stuff? Um, I mean, in general, uh, it's hard to say. Because like I said, like as far as horror movies go, like this is... And somewhat idea that I find, it's hard to explain, I, not uh, completely out of left field. Like the whole, like ghosts or whatever else, like I said, like that shit doesn't scare me. But like the idea of kidnapping, but you're right, the whole uh, going into the detail, like, oh, he looked into his pocket and his everything else. Like that's that's not believable. Well, like, like, like obviously like Jigsaw's not watching because he's like supposed to be dead on the floor in front of them. Yeah. But Zep is clearly watching and he's taking over the game for Jigsaw. Right. And Zep's watching, and it, what if, what if like, Doctor Gordon didn't take the thing out of his pocket? Right. And Zep's like, shit, shit, shit. Like, well, I guess they're just never gonna find out, and we're gonna be sitting here forever for the rest of our lives until they fucking die. And like, which, by the way, it takes a long time for somebody to die. Yeah. Without start, Zep would be there for weeks. And like, did it really make sense to have um, the guy Adam with Doctor Gordon? Like, why, why kidnap Adam? What did Adam have to do with it? Yeah, again, it was kind of like, what, what did Adam really do wrong? Yeah, he's just a photographer who was hired, mm-hmm. and it was like, I'm kidnapping you because I, I want you to not be a photographer anymore. And was it his wife that hired him to like spy on him to make sure he wasn't cheating? And was he cheating? So I think it was the start of an affair, but I, I noticed that like. He got to the room with her. That nothing happened. Yeah. He didn't. He stopped it. She was calling him doctor or whatever. So it wasn't personal. It wasn't like she he, she called him like Larry or Lawrence. Right. Which I think if you're in an affair, you call him by the first name at that point. Unless like, it's like that's part of the sexual whatever. Like if she works with him and, and then, she's like doctor. Later on though, he's like I did not cheat on my wife. Like he, it, it was believable to me that like, yeah, you were going to though probably. You know what I mean? So like I don't, I don't know. know. I he he could we'll have but. To... Look into the story. We'll have to ask Carrie out. himself. Mm. Carrie. What a weird name for a guy. Carrie Grant, excuse me. Oh, yeah, duh. Carrie Grant. And I think it's a British thing. Yeah. Oh, kind of like uh, the song Carrie by Joni Mitchell. Yeah. I love that song. Is it about a man, though? Yes. Okay, well Carrie then. Have fun tonight. We, we, we did that album on our album podcast. That's one Let's of go them. to our gold, silver, okay. and bronze. Let's go to that. My bronze is a three way tie. Oh, boy. And I will say, uh, Carrie Elways did not make my top three hmm. uh, because of what I said. I don't think he's terrible. I just mm. don't think he does a good job. Yeah. My three-way tie is Danny Glover, Ken Leung, and uh, Michael Emerson. So Danny Glover and Ken Leung all obviously play the two detectives. I wanted to see more of them sometimes. Like, I kind of like their story, and I like that whole like 
detective trying to catch a killer. I just feel like there wasn't enough of them to, to kind of... I mean, Danny Glover's character, obviously, like, he goes insane at one point. He's got, like, newspaper articles everywhere. He's, like, trying to catch this guy. I found um, his character a little bit more comical than I did. It's also Danny Glover. And he's just kind of comical why. in general. Because yeah. he's just too old for this shit. Yeah, he's always um, Ken Leung is an actor that I really, really enjoy in everything that he's in. He's um, Originally, I saw him in Rush Hour was the one that I that first saw him in. He's, like, the villain in that one. No problem. Just, just Rush Hour. <laughs> With the blonde hair. Yeah, the, the blonde hair. And he's like, uh, he's like, come on. Fight like a man. Mm-hmm. Fight like a man. Mm-hmm. Chris Tucker's like, I've been looking for your sweet and sour chicken ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's so racist, We gotta actually. do that. If that I just realized right. it was racist for the first time. <laughs> That's kind of racist. There's a lot of things from our past that I feel like was comical then, but rewatching right, now, right. we're like, oh, oh. Right. Didn't, didn't age well. Right. If he called him a meatball, I would have been like, ah, wait a minute. What? He's not Italian. <laughs> um, and then Michael Emerson, of course, who um, plays Zepp. And he's obviously from Lost. And actually, funny enough, Ken Leung's also in Lost. I just made that connection. Yeah. Uh, Michael Emerson's really, really uh, a great actor. I remember really enjoying his Benjamin Linus character in Lost. He was one of my mm-hmm. favorite characters in that show. He, I also used him to, um, when I did my recast in Silence of the Lambs, he was my Hannibal Lecter. So that's a three-way tie for me. How about you for Bronze? I chose Carrie Elwood. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just think you know. I, I'm glad that he took a chance. I'm not gonna know? lie; he was written in as my number three, and then I changed my mind. Okay, well, that that's your fault because I did. I mean, you're right; he should have been nominated for a fucking no Razzie. Okay, well, I wonder if he was nominated for a Razzie. He for may this. have been. I don't know. I mean, considering I thought at least. Uh, I thought he did a better job in Liar Liar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. When he tries to be super serious, I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't... Yeah. Okay. You know what he's like? Okay. Brendan Fraser is a is mainly a comical actor, but I remember seeing him in um, in the movie Crash, and he plays a very serious role in that, and I thought he did a really good job. Carrie Elways is a, is a comical actor. I don't think he... Some people just aren't meant to do serious stuff. Hmm. And again, I don't think he did a terrible job. It's just maybe somebody else could have did it. But like Jonah Hill, you never thought would probably be able to do a serious part, and he proved us all wrong. That's true. I think Jonah Hill is a very talented actor. Mm. And so. now, now that you mentioned Brendan Fraser, that's all I could think about. Oh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. We should do The Mummy. Yeah, that'll be on the list at some point. We'll, we'll definitely do that. Okay. that. That sounds good. That was definitely a childhood classic to me. Yeah. Mm. So my silver... My Silva is Tobin Bell. We don't see him that much. That's the guy who plays Jigsaw, right? Jigsaw. I think that he... The, the gravelly voice is iconic. The The whole concept, the ending is really neat. So, like, he, his acting and his, like, very few scenes, they kind of hover over the movie as this, like, what is this mysterious guy and what is he all about? Um, and obviously it gets more explained in, in later movies, but I really... Uh, I think it's kind of neat also that, like his character has somebody else play the game for him. Mm. And he's just like, I'm going to be a pawn in this game. I'm going to be on the floor. Like, he took huge risk, too. Yeah. What if, like, one of them, like, broke off a piece of the tub and just threw it at his head and killed him? It could have happened. I mean, what would be the purpose? Words are hard. What would that serve? Yeah, but what, what does it serve to put things in their pockets that they might not find? But, like, you really think that these two guys who are trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing there, they're like, hey, I got this piece of tub. Let you, me throw it at You don't think Carrie Elway's going to be like, motherfucker, my daughter and wife, give me something to throw. 
throws it at the fucking floor, hits Jigsaw in the face and kills him. Yeah, that's that. I, no. People react that way. If I'm mad, I'm throwing something. But if you're that, that guy's already dead on the floor, so I don't care. If you think that person's dead, you're not going to uh, tamper with his already dead body. I am. Like, no, guys are stupid. They're going to punch a, a brick wall before they try to deface a, an already corpse. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, my silver I gave to the director, James Wan, for... For taking this chance and I think he did a really good job of making it gritty um, you know what I mean like just w- the, the tone of the film in general the the choice of lighting in that damp and gross bathroom yeah. I, thought, I thought he did a really good job uh, definitely a gritty stylized yeah. movie it almost reminds me of like Seven yeah kind of in that idea a little bit mm-hmm. um but yeah, we can keep talking about James Wan because he's my number one, as well as Lee Winnell, mm-hmm. who wrote the script. Uh, the two of them did a pretty good job starting off this new genre of horror. And um, yeah, like you said, I think it's stylized. I like the different locations they shot in. Some of the things are questionable about this movie, but again, sure. I don't I don't think it's meant to be like, you know, this is a masterpiece. But it's it's definitely uh, an interesting movie that started off uh, a certain way and then just. You know, I think that I think that James Wan and Lee Winnell, if they're thinking about sequels, they probably should have sat back down and been like, "Let's really figure this out because Jigsaw is dead by like the third one, mm-hmm. and they keep bringing in characters like Donnie Wahlberg becomes like a cop or whatever. It's just like everybody dies and there's like no character that stays around for a long, long time, and it's like that really hurts the franchise. You need characters that you've known since the first movie, right? And it's kind of like the the Scream movies at least have that like. That funny thing where like Dewey's dead again, and no, no, he's not. Dewey gets stabbed again. No, he's not. He's not dead. Same, no, same thing with uh, Courtney Cox. Cox. The two of them just keep fucking surviving it. And again, they could be dead by now. I don't know. I haven't seen the latest ones. But that's something that like, oh, these are characters that I recognize, characters that I know. Mm-hmm. If it was a whole new cast, you're like, what does this have to do with the original? It doesn't have a connection only by name. I think they probably should have rewritten it and been like, okay, maybe Jigsaw survives, and maybe there's something in that. If Carrie Elway's didn't fucking sue the franchise and come back in the tenth film. Maybe he could have been the character in the second one that took over, and that would have made more sense right away. Yeah, but, but he wouldn't have enjoyed his character. If he was bad, maybe. Maybe. Evil. He grew a mustache. Oh, he went rogue. Yeah, evil Evil Carrie always. He turned heel. Yeah, Carrie always heel turn is, is always what I want. Could you imagine if Wesley went rogue? He did, kind of. I, I mean, you know. He was I the mean. Dread Pirate. The Roberts. Dread Ro- Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't yeah, think my... that what it means, what do you think it means? <laughs> Anybody want to be the... Um... Peanut. I said peanut, not penis. That's what it sounded anybody like. Anybody want a said, penis? Anybody want a penis? Anyway, uh, my gold went to Lee Winnell. Uh, I mean, he, he wrote it. He, I think, made it into a short film at first. Yep. And um, I thought it was kind of bold for him to play that character in it. Um, he was only 27, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty, you know... I, I'm trying to remember myself at 27, and I wouldn't have been able to write an entire screenplay. John Lennon at 27 was writing songs of Sgt. Pepper. That's also true. I mean, I look at that, and I'm like, fuck. It's... 20s is weird. But yeah, I think I think Lee Winnell, he did a serviceable job in the movie. He's not the best actor in the for world. Sure, but... For sure, for sure. I think given that whole scene, like, what are you doing? What? No, I want to, like, I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think anybody watches this movie for the acting, per se. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, to be fair, I could have used them too old for this shit by Danny Glover. I mean, they, it's a missed opportunity. 
any any time you got uh, Danny Glover, if he's or even not if it was it. even if it was Ken Leung who said it instead, like that you know, I'm getting perfect. too old for this shit. I would have been like, yes. that's a good moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I agree. So that's our gold, silver, and bronze. We're gonna jump over to our miscellaneous. Um, I've already mentioned it. I just really had one thing, and that's that Jigsaw was created for the movie, which I thought was really cool. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a doll they had picked up and like changed. Um, and then, like you had mentioned, uh, Lee Winnell uh, did like a, a short video first, yeah. and that was kind of like the the concept and kind of them trying to sell the film, uh, which is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was my little bonus. I yeah, really I don't really have other, a, a lot of other miscellaneous besides you know besides like I, I do agree sometimes with critics were like, how did they get the cast that they got? Because the script isn't like super strong. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's fun enough where you know at least the original like if they're like, hey, uh, Danny Glover, do you want to be in Saw Six? He'd be like, what? what are you talking about? Like, no, I think original scripts are what they want to go for. But anyways, True. Um, that's miscellaneous. Let's jump over to our most favorite part of all of our episodes, and that's the that's the recast. And I recast, let's see, I did uh, Dr. Lawrence Gordon, Adam, Detective Tap, Detective Singh, and Jigsaw. I did all of those, and I did Zep. I have a Zep, too. Oh, you do? I just thought of a zep. You son of a bitch. You ready? Want to hit mine first? Sure. Steve Carell. Just because he kind of looks like Michael Emerson. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine Steve Carell being fucking zep? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of a joke one. That's not really part of my thing. Okay. Okay. Who's your zep? Uh, DJ Qualls. Who? Do you you know that? uh, You know the stupid movie, The New Guy? I guess. He's the weird kind of looking skinny, skinny gangly one. He's yes. the one from Breaking Bad who's like yes. the undercover cop. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Because, you know... I, yeah, I, I can see it. He's kind of like that weird... That like, that like weak kind of character that can... You just look at him and you're like, weak. weak. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, I can, nothing against you. I can put my index finger and thumb around your arm. It's not It's not you. It was the movie The New Guy, okay? That, yeah. It wasn't my fault. You did just a really good job playing that, that character. Yeah. And I mean, you did play a freaking crackhead in Breaking Bad, but you did a really good job playing because you were the undercover cop. Yeah, he wasn't really a crackhead. Right, he looked like, like one. That's what I mean. That's why you. Yeah, he like, played it off. Well. His 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 officers were like, "You have to be the crackhead because you're the skinniest one here." Yeah, and I'm pretty sure who is it? Badger who was selling to him, and he's like, he's like "Oh, you're a come cop. on, man, you're a cop." <laughs> That's crazy that he could even think that that he was a cop. But yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> so Breaking Bad thing. Uh, so okay, cool. I should we save Jigsaw for last? If you want to, we could do that. Uh, let's start mine, off. Mine is funny and weird. So I, I'll, let's do our detective tap and detective sing together. At the same time? So like I will do my tap and sing, you do your tap and sing. Okay. Okay, so my detective tap is Idris Elba. Oh, wow. You went real. Yeah, I went I went with like actors. Wow. <laughs> uh, Idris Elba, and I actually did a gender swap for detective oh. sing. I went with Michelle Yeoh. She is um, the female uh, in the Tomorrow Never Knows James Bond film. She's, I believe, Chinese, um, and she's really, really good. She's in a movie right now. It's, it's an A24 movie called Everything Happening Everywhere All the Time or something like that. I think it's okay. – I, I probably butchered that title. But it's everyone's like, oh, this is a crazy movie, and she's like kind of having a resurgence in her, in her career. But I kind of liked the fact that women are also vulnerable in this universe. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the character of Amanda, is that her name? Yeah. She's the vulnerable one, and then you have like the the wife and the daughter, and I think that having a 
a cop. You're like, oh, a female cop, like she's gonna survive, and then she just gets fucking shotgun from the fucking ceiling. Yeah, uh, that, that could be, be in very very intense. So, um, who were your tap and sing? All right, so my tap was Jamie Fox. Okay. And my sing was Stephen Yoon from The Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's also Asian. He is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I well, I'm going with the name. Okay. <laughs> I. You know, I've only seen him. Michelle at the... Obama. What? I don't know. I was just like, who named the most random person you could think of Singh? right now? <laughs> well, that's why I was like, all right, I'll, I'll change up my the jigsaw. race and the rate. My the... jigsaw is Laura Bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, uh, Stephen Yoon, I, I really enjoyed his character in The Walking Dead. Obviously, like, his is the one you remember. It's the most tragic. When he dies, you're like, fuck, yeah. he died? Um, he's actually in another movie that I just saw the trailer for recently. I think it's... um. A Jordan Pale horror movie. Okay. And he's like the main three, so I just noticed that recently. But yeah, I like him. Nice. Let's jump over to, want to do Gordon and Adam together? Sure. Okay, my Gordon and Adam. I'll do my Adam first. Tom Holland. Okay. I think Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland is too good for Saw. I, I, I think he would make it better. I, okay. His reaction, especially you know Tom Holland as Spider-Man, you love Tom Holland. Everyone's like, oh, I love Tom Holland. He's like in misery the whole movie and then at the end like fucking is tragic. Like I think that would be really cool. Like I think when you put actors that you love in horrible situations in movie, you're like, no, I don't want to see him hurt. Um, my Dr. Lawrence Gordon. I'm going to say this last name wrong. Patty Considine. He plays King Viserys. Oh. Because he's phenomenal in House of the Dragon. Can we just talk about House of the Dragon right now? Because... We're going to do a bonus episode where we just talk about House of the Dragon. I... It's so good. He's so good as King Viserys. We just watched episode eight. And if you know... Don't don't say nothing. If you know, you know. Yeah. It's excellent. Um, But he seems like a really great actor that like most of us Americans probably haven't heard of until now. Have we heard him do an American accent? (laughs) No, but I think every English person can. So Carrie always kind of struggled. But I don't even think you need to. Like I, I'm fine with him being British. Well, that doesn't bother me. That's also true. He could just be an English doctor I think living he's in America. Irish, actually, it could be. But mm. that combo of like British, Scottish, and Irish accent just chef's kiss. Yep, absolutely. So Anywho, um, let's hear yours. So my Doctor Gordon. Oh no, I'll do Adam first. Uh, my Adam was Adam Brody. Who's Adam Brody? I know him from things, but I don't know if you know him from things. But I think you'd recognize his face. So let me let me. Uh... I was thinking first Adrian Brody, and I was like, no, 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 I didn't. Oh, hold on, I. Do you remember Adrian Brody in? Um, did you you didn't watch Peaky Blinders with me? He plays like the mafia boss. Like this guy, Adam Brody. Uh, I kind of know his face. What is he in? Um, he what is are his top in things? the OC. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Oh, he was in Mr. Do you remember Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Uh, yeah, I've seen it like once or twice. All right, well, that's not going to be helpful then. Um, he was in Gilmore Girls. Okay, then, Adam okay. Brody. Adam Brody. And <laughs> <laughs> my Dr. Gordon was Patrick Dempsey. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey would be really good in that role. I think so. Yeah. He seems like the type of guy who would get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he's like crying and going crazy, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a doctor and other things. My favorite role of his was in Can't Buy Me Love. <laughs> Didn't see it. He was a teen, I think, at the time. Wow. Yeah. Child actor. Jigsaw. Ooh, Who I'm... wants to go first? 
I want you to go first. All right. Mine is something... Something. So, something that I think would be... You mean someone? It, it, no, it's an inanimate object. It's, <laughs> it's the lamp in our living room. That would be Jigsaw. I like it. I want to play a game. Shut up, lamp. You're not real. No, seriously. Um, Mark Hamill. And I fucking love this because he's known for, of course, Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. That's and that's like the role that like people are like, oh, yeah. But like he does the voice of the that's the true. Joker, Joker yeah. and he in, in interviews he always plays and looks very villainous. I think that's like his his niche I is to be him villainous. Goofy, though. But I don't I don't think so. I think okay. his Joker is not goofy. I think his Joker is one of the best voiceover acting things I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I love when he does Joker things and he he reads Trump tweets <laughs> and he's like my fellow Americans and it's just so good and. I pictured him with the black cloak on and being kind of like, maybe you can fuck up his face a little bit, make him look a little bit more distorted. And he's kind of an old, he's an old man now. Yeah. But I think it would be like a very fun thing for people to watch. Because you're like, I saw him in Star Wars and he's the Joker and now he's fucking Jigsaw. This is a cool, like, good, good guy from like the 70s and 80s to like, now he's like an iconic villain, mm. which he already is with the Joker. But then you see him in person as a villain, I think it would be the, the full circle. So. Okay. Plus, I've never used him in a, in, a, in a role, so I wanted to use him. Okay. Let me just close up my Diet Coke. That's the sound you're hearing. All right, my jigsaw. You ready for this? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> wow. I'm surprised we just went into that. Oh, shit, thing. I forgot. Black Philip Black. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, what's your jigsaw? Um, my jigsaw is Brian Cranston. <laughs> you thought mine was goofy? I said I agreed with you. I said mine is also very goofy oh. and very left field. But yeah, like, I don't know about Brian Cranston. But you know what jigsaw. though? <laughs> it's the fact that like when we've seen him in Breaking Bad and he gets into those where he's like kind of uh, going through the really bad parts of cancer. Jesse, and he's the he's, blowfish. <laughs> You're like the blowfish, Jesse. The blowfish. Doesn't he start calling him something else? Is it James? He's like, who's James? In the outtakes, yeah. Those Um, are some good outtakes. Brian Cranston as Jigsaw. Yeah, I'm going with it. Uh, Audience, you let us know who you like better as Jigsaw. My choice of Brian Cranston. I'm going to put this up to a vote on Facebook. Is it Mark Hamill or is it Brian (laughs) Cranston? I think that both of us could have found somebody even better for sure. I'm sure. But I don't. I also didn't want to be cliche and be like, you know. Yeah. Fuck it. I could have went with Michael Shannon, somebody like weird who could have like true. pulled yeah. it out. I could have went with somebody like very like, mine is Mike, uh, you know, like a Mads Mikkelsen. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to try something a little bit different, but, you know. I like Brian Cranston's voice. I think he can go, I mean, obviously we know he can be funny. Jesse, but... I want to play a game. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. Oh, come on. Come on. Skylar. 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 He's not from Boston. Skylar. Skylar. <laughs> Anywho. All right. Uh, so. That's G- all I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's the recast there. That was a very interesting recast, I think, from both of us. For sure. Um, let's jump over to the Oscars. I don't I don't know if Saw... I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about it. Um... <laughs> So best, best picture, mm-hmm. best picture was uh, won by fuck you, million dollar baby. Okay. Uh, other nominations uh, nominees were the Aviator, Way to the Future, the Way, way to the, the Future, future. The, the Way, way to the, the future. future, Finding Neverland, 
Ray sideways. Ray. Saw doesn't belong here. No. No, it doesn't. Best director. Clint Ray East- should have won. Ray probably should have won. That's yeah. a great movie. The Aviator is very good too, especially for Kate uh, Blanchett's performance <gasps> as Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn was really excellent. I don't know why I paused there. Oh. I, mean, I kind of forgot too for a second. Uh, the best director was won by Clint Eastwood for Million Dollar Baby. Nominees: Martin Scorsese for The Aviator, Taylor Hackford for Ray, Alexander Payne for Sideways, and Mike Lee for Vera Drake, which I actually haven't heard. Um, I don't think James Wan needs to be here. It's just no. not. I don't think it's big enough for for that. I mean, these types of horror movies typically don't. Right. We we yeah. We've definitely established Oscars. that for sure. Best actor was won by Jamie Fox in Ray. It was Ray Charles, obviously. Yay! So Jamie Fox did win in this. Yep. So the yeah, and then he plays Jigsaw. I mean, no, I'm sorry, Detective. Yeah, for you. Uh, <laughs> nominees were Don Cheadle in Hotel Wanda, Johnny Depp in Finding Neverland. Leonardo DiCaprio in The Aviator, and Clint Eastwood in Million Dollar Baby. Um, I guess the main person here would be Carrie Elways, and I just no. don't even think it's even close. No. Um, best Actress. There really isn't even a, a, no. a woman who could be Best Actress here. No. So, um, But just for the hell of it, let's let's read off the Best Actress for that year. It was one by Hilary Swank, Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> I mean, she didn't do a bad job. It's just you know the what? story you don't the, like. I, I don't like the story because it just goes into like, it's a very uplifting like sports movie and a boxing movie and like and then it's just a euthanasia movie and I'm like why do I what it was just such a fucking turn um maybe I'll give it another go at some point yeah Annette Benning uh for Being Julia Catalina Sandino Marino for Maria Full of Grace Imelda Stoughton for Vera Drake and Kate Winslet for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind wow Ooh. for Clementine I didn't know she got nominated uh let's see best supporting actor Jim Carrey should have gotten nominated for that movie yeah, that's definitely. And I think, the movie should have been nominated too. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. Been, I would have honestly chosen Eternal Sunshine. If if this, if this was the turn in 2012 where they did like ten movies instead of full five, yeah. it probably would have been in there. Have we already done Eternal Sunshine? Yeah, it's me and Rick did that a okay. long, long time ago. Damn it! Like a hundred episodes ago. Uh, best supporting actor? I don't think there is one. Maybe Adam. Would Adam's character be best supporting or Danny Glover? I don't think either of them belong there. But let's read them off anyway. Best Supporting Actor, what a surprise. Morgan Freeman, Million Dollar Baby wins. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That's pretty good. Alan Alda. Alan Alda for I The Aviator. I love Alan Alda. Thomas Hayden Church for Sideways. Jamie Foxx for Collateral. Jamie Foxx is cleaning up this year. Clive Owen for Closer. Yeah, and there's no Best Supporting Actors in Saw. That could, you know, that yeah. could be daily. Uh, best Supporting Actress, the girl who plays Amanda. No, probably she doesn't have enough screen time for me mm. to make sense. But... Um, Best Supporting Actress was won by Kate Blanchett in The Aviator. Nice. Catherine Hepburn, of for course. Sure. Laura Linney for uh, Kinsey. Virginia Madsen for Sideways. Sophie Okanito for Hotel Wanda. And Natalie Portman for Closer. Let's see. Uh, didn't get nominated for Original Screenplay, Adapted Screenplay. Uh, let's see. I don't see anything else here for Saw. I'm just trying to think if maybe there's... You think there'd be a horror category at this point? Yeah, right. But honestly, a lot—it's just it's best so sound hard. editing. No, nothing. No, I don't think there's any nominations. I'm still looking. I don't think there's anything. I'd be really surprised. Best makeup didn't even make that category. Costume design, nope. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. Best in- visual effects, nothing. Film editing, nothing. So yeah, it didn't get nominated for anything. And that's fine. It doesn't really need to. And no. you know, it is what it is. So that was the Oscars. Uh, what are we eating with this movie? Hmm. Well, last time we were having butter baby or baby butter. 
I love Butter Babies. For the, for the witch. There should be candy called Butter Babies. The little tiny babies, like in gummy form. But they're melted in butter. What What would their jingle be? Butter, butter baby, butter baby, put them in your mouth. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Um, <laughs> Nix that idea. Um, what are we eating with with the movie Saj? I think just popcorn because I can't think of... I mean, I, you get grossed out in certain scenes, so... Yeah, I don't know if there's like anything they eat in that movie. I mean, I guess I'll eat Dr. Gordon's leg. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> just fucking flesh. Yeah, I think this is a popcorn. We're just going to have a, a bowl of popcorn or yeah. or Jack's. Well, that's a name drop right there. I think Jack's, Jack's are better than Cheetos. Sponsor us. <laughs> Jack's. Polish shrimp. No, I think... Personally, I think Jack's are better than Cheetos. That's just my thing. Okay. Uh, I think Cheetos are definitely more popular, but I'm, I, I I'm a Jack's guy. Ja- I prefer Jack's. I'm a Jack's guy. You're a Jack's guy. Yeah. I'm a Jack's gal. Good. Okay. So, we're going to do 30 seconds in the clock... And Gia is going to tell us why Saw is the part. greatest movie of all time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Are you ready? Spawn <laughs> ready. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. All right, so this is a movie. Uh, it's I guess you'd consider it horror, but it's it's more of just like it's kind of fucked up. Um, so if you like fucked up shit and uh, people cutting off limbs and tearing through uh, stomachs. Um, and uh, watching Wesley from The Prince's Bride uh, try to be American and cry, which is weird, but you, it's it's it, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, popcorn. All right. What song uh, were we listening to? That was Sweet Blindness by The Fifth Dimension. Oh. How does that go again? Down by the wayside, drink my daddy's wine. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Written by Laura Nero. Laura Nero, that's correct. She's a great songwriter. She is. And um, singer. Indeed. How so, did I do? Uh it it was you said yeah. wor- you said words in a row. I- <laughs> They weren't all sentences, but they were words. <laughs> so you like loud sentences. Um, Gia, yeah. what's the theme of this movie? Gore. But no, there is a theme because Jigsaw, he does make a point. Puzzles. He makes a point though. He's like, you people that I'm choosing, you don't you're, you don't care about living. I'm going to make you fucking care. Only if you survive though. If you don't, you're fucked. I, okay. I think it's about puzzles. <laughs> Not about puzzles. <laughs> and just being fucked up. Derek, I noticed that you eat a lot of junk food. So what would be the, what would be the trap for you? I, I eat a lot of junk food and he's like, I okay. want you to be healthy. So he would lock me up in a room with, it's padded and I'm sitting there. Why is and, it padded? I don't know because it's more co- cozy. It's cozy for you. <laughs> he's like, Derek, you have a lot of fluff in your body. A lot of chub. So I made the I made the walls padded for you, so it looks soft and fluffy. Like that was nice of him. <laughs> Thank you, Jigsaw. <laughs> Jigsy, I know you're watching. Thank you. And he leaves like there's just candy and donuts and pizza and like fried chicken all over the place. And he's like, "You have to eat all this food. If you if you eat all the food and you find a key, then you could unlock the door." And then you accidentally eat the key. Yeah, and then I have to like wait to shit it out. He gives he gives me a solid like hour so I can digest. But it's a sharp key and it tears through you on the way out. He's like, it's a sharp yeah. So make sure you don't. So I have to eat very slowly. He's like, sharp. He's like, I know in the past you have not eaten very slowly, but you have to this time. (laughs) 
you fucking fat slob. <laughs> and he's like, if you, and then I, I actually do get through it. I unlock the door, and then a chainsaw just kills me. And he's like, I was never going to let you live, Derek. I actually realized what the number one torture would be for you in this scenario. And it wouldn't be what you just described. It would be you have to finish like three gallons of water. Hey, if I'm thirsty enough, I'm going to drink a lot of water. <laughs> How about you? What would your, what would your thing be? My, my torture scene? Um, something that would... I ha- I'm forced to listen to country music. Ooh, that's fucked. For like, ha- like for days. Do you sit in the room? You're just like, oh, this isn't that bad. And it's like, well, I lost my horse the other day. And again, this isn't me making fun of country. Uh, I music. am fuck country. I hate country. <laughs> I it's just not my cup of tea. If anything, classic country, like from the '60s, like Johnny Cash country. Yes. I can listen to that stuff. Modern country. He's coming around the bend. Yeah, but modern country where it's like. Uh, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three shots of whiskey, please. That oh my god, we that were was at- playing at an urgent care that we were at, and I literally was in so much pain, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know if it's from the country song or from my body. I was starting to get sick. <laughs> Anyways, and I wasn't previous. We just lost all of our country fans. <laughs> we'll listen to this, uh, but that's the theme of the movie. That is the movie Saw, directed by James Wan, two thousand four. I hope you enjoyed us talking about Saw today. Let's... Sorry if we offended you. <laughs> no, you know what? I haven't told anyone to go fuck themselves yet. I think you did. No, I didn't do it. Are you sure? No, no, no. I didn't say that. No, no, no. Give us a drink. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so coming up, we are f- continuing our October Scream-a-Fest. Scream-a-Fest? Fest of Scream? Scream-Fest. Scream-Fest and Scream-Fest. So we are about halfway through. Next, we are doing... Another 824. Sorry, I had an indigestion. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? I can't breathe. (laughs) I want to play a game. Um, Where are the tops? Next week, we're doing another 824 classic. We are doing Hereditary with uh, past guest Chris Bonapani. He's always just a load of fun. Chris, I know you're listening right now. I want you to text me as soon as you hear me call your name. I'm going to say to you, fuck you, and you're going to laugh because that's what you're listening to right now, and that's what I'm going to text you. So text me when you hear this. My favorite Chris moment is when he calls Jojo Rabbit, Joseph Rabbit. Joseph Rabbit. (laughs) Joseph Rabbit. Yeah, Joseph Rabbit. Um, Yep, and uh, Little Miss Sunshine's a great movie, Chris, so fuck you. You need to watch it again. You know what movie we're not doing this time? We're not doing Halloween. Oh. I, I can already feel the anger through the texting. Rick is like, son of a bitch! Um, <laughs> son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Uh, you don't so have to do it twice. Hereditary is next, and then we are closing out October with Killer Clowns from Outer Space with a new guest, Amy Poehler, not the actress. I'm super excited. Killer Clowns is so fun. And make sure when you watch it with us that you watch it with knowing that it's supposed to be kind of a goofy fucking horror movie mm-hmm. and not like... This just is not making me super scared. Like, it's supposed to be campy. You guys needed to see his impression while he said that. He had his arm on his waist and everything. Yes, I did. It was very sassy. I'm a very very sassy and animated. So that's what's coming up. We're really excited. So uh, thanks for watching this episode. Uh, You're not watching anything. You're listening. Sometimes I say watch by accident. (laughs) It's like when you go to a restaurant and they're like, enjoy your meal. And I'm like, you too. Um, Happy birthday, you too. When you go to the movies now, like, enjoy your movie, you're like, you too. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I have to sell popcorn for the next six hours for less than minimum wage. Sad. Anyways. Also, uh, check out that last episode of The Witch. That was probably one of my favorites that we've ever done. I think we just had a really good time doing it. So enjoy it like we enjoyed it. The Witch was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that one. 
Black Philip, Black Philip, Black Philip. Ah. Mercy. Mercy. Jonas. We already did this last week. Oh, it was so fun, though. Jonas. Mercy. <laughs> you just gotta see Gia's face when she says mercy. Mercy. Um, okay, so check out the other podcast that me and Gia do, the greatest album of all time podcast. We just did Hunky Dory by David Bowie. Mm. A lot of fun. Uh, we love doing that podcast as well. So check out both. And I have been your play-by-play co-host, the bike, like mouse guy. And I've been his wife. Why always Southern? Do something else. I wasn't. I was doing Borat. That was Borat? My wife. That sounded... You're like, and I'm his wife. That sounded Southern, like from I, Alabama. I, I was trying... That was Borat. It could have been from Tennessee. And I'm his wife. Maybe that's more Borat. And I'm his wife. <laughs> you sounded almost Italian there. Mr. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> um, you shave at the face. <laughs> and I've been his wife, Gia Smith. It was a the pop. <laughs> we gotta do Sweeney Todd. Do we ever do Sweeney Todd? I haven't done Sweeney Todd yet. <gasps> Wasted opportunities. Wasted rounds there. But we'll, we'll, we will see you next week for Hereditary with Chris Bonapani. This has been the greatest movie of all time podcast. Stay fresh, pony people. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to end this. <laughs> Bye. I want to play a game. I don't. <laughs>